makes me think that our clitorises are as big as dicks and are going to uh, take over the world. I'm telling you, taking over. But not after your first comedian wows you guys tonight on the happy hour. Uh, first, I should ask, how are you guys doing out there, comedians? Look at that lackluster excitement from this room full of comedians who can't wait to tell each other their jokes here at Mutiny Radio every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. All right, let's get started with our first comedian. He has an amazing website. Uh, you guys need to all go there and download his amazing podcasts by one of his lovely hoodies. Uh, that website is called JustMeAndChicks.com. And right now, you need to clap your hands wildly for Ed Ant. Thank you, Pam. Let's get into this. My name is Ed, and I abuse my body. This one time in Cleveland, I spent 24 hours straight just walking around, trying to get the fuck out of Cleveland. The worst part of it wasn't my bloody thighs, or the fact that after after this I would spend a year outdoors. No, it was that after a day, I actually liked Cleveland. Whoa. <laughs> nah, doing that one. Picking scabs is like taking a dump. No one is going to stop you from doing it. But you should do it while you're alone. <laughs> and the second that a friend tries to do it for you, you know you've been off your medication too long. <laughs> the fastest way to get a bad reputation with women is to be poor and a minority. If I didn't know any better, I'd say they assume the worst first, refuse to communicate directly with you, then tell all their friends about the bad experience and tension. But then again, I'm a man. I don't know how women think. <laughs> my mom loves that I do this. She loves that I use my voice. She won't. She wants me to use my native language more though. She wants me to speak in Spanish. So for her, I say, no. <laughs> There's a time and a place for everything. Except when it comes to a grown man crying. Nut up. There used to be a homeless roller skater named Rocky that lived right in front of City Hall out here in San Francisco. But he doesn't live there anymore. You wanna know why? Because his meth dealer moved. <laughs> I feel that I would have killed myself years ago if I ever met someone who knew what they were talking about. Religious people seem to believe what they say, but they might be delusional. Feminists seem encouraging, but sometimes they just hate men. 
And my parents may just be bitter that I haven't given them any grandchildren. And since you heard the horn, that means it's time for an ad. You all know about my website that Pam robbed me of saying earlier. Please, if you're out there listening, go to my website, justmeandchicks.com. Download one of the many podcasts that I have uploaded and buy a hoodie. Yay! Keep it going for Ed Ant. Go to justmeandchicks.com. When people say your website, that's supposed to be good. That's called promotion. That's what you want. You don't get mad at them at the end of the set. Pam, you robbed me of talking about my website. Uh, the fact that I'm talking about your website that's good enough, right? Yeah! Clap again for Ed Ant. Justmeandchicks.com. Clapping, clapping. Remember it. Buy a hoodie. All right. Uh, your next comedian, uh, look for him on Airbnb because he's going to be putting up uh, his beautiful mansion. It's right on the beach. It's amazing. I don't know how much it's going to go for, like $69 a night? Maybe. What a steal in San Francisco, right? Uh, one of the most interesting people I've ever met. Put your hands together. It's Will the Beast. Hey, how's it going? I'm glad someone's having a good week because my week... My last two weeks have been shitty. I lost my wallet, my ID, my credit, my bus pass. Well, I don't use bus passes, but I lost all that. And then I got a new wallet, new uh, credit card, and I fucking lost that two days ago. So uh, it's been a rough week. And uh, I went to the library to you know, use the computer there, and um, all the computers were busy, so I had to ask them to use the laptop, and when you use the laptop at the library, they pretty much want some collateral, and I told them, I'm like, I just lost, and usually I give them my whole wallet, and it works out, but I told them, I don't have, a, I lost my wallet, I don't have none, and then they're like, well, what else you got, and I'm like, my next valuable possession would have been my skateboard, but that got stolen last month, so all I got is this ukulele, <laughs> and uh, they're like, eh, I don't know, so I got to do a little begging, and finally they let me use the laptop, and just for kicks, I decided to just, you know, Google the, Google the model number, and what comes back is it's, and it, you know, it's an HP with a, running a Windows 8, shitty windows 8 operating system so i google it and what comes back is this it is the worst hp laptop ever made and it is impossible to change the windows 8 operating system and i was just like man i was like do you know what this does like do you know how this made me feel i was like shit now i know on some level deep down inside my worth, I am running neck and neck with fucking Windows 8. <laughs> like, it just made me want to go kill myself, like, that bad. Um, I don't know, I messed that joke up a little, but. Uh, so, I'm going to tell you about this, this thing that happened to me. It's called Nature Farts. So, it was a nice sunny day, and I was out on my on my cliffside, enjoying the day. I had just taken my morning LSD. I was just gonna take my morning shit to go with my morning LSD. And yo, it is a beautiful day. The sun is out. 
the birds are chirping, the bees are buzzing, the wind is breezing, and and I start farting. And, you know, it's no big deal, no big deal. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the birds stop chirping, the bees stop buzzing, and, like, the fucking ocean just went silent. I have never seen this happen before in my life. It got fucking silent. It was priceless because, like, it was so silent. But I'm still farting, and now I can't stop. And normally, it's no problem because a well-placed fart between a frog ribbit and a raven's call, it's like it never even fucking happened. But there's no ravens, and there's no frogs. So I got to come up with something. So what I come, and, you know, I, I make it through the day, but I got to come up with something because, you know, this shit might happen again. I don't know if the beach is just going to go silent, but I got a whole sheet of that LSD that makes you fart. And, you know, so I'm going to have to do that shit. Um, long story short, <laughs> um, I build this sort of toilet. It's basically I, I get a toilet seat cover and I just put it on the ground and dig a hole underneath. And, and that's my thing. So... And it's amazing because I fucking, I, I go and I test it out, right? And I'm dropping a shit in there. And I have a picture of it, but I can't access it right now. All right. And uh, what was amazing about it is, like, you couldn't hear anything. Like, it was fucking amazing. You could drop a bomb in there and you wouldn't hear anything because I did. <laughs> I'm Will Beast. That's my time. Thank you. Hey, Will Beast. You know, poop and fart jokes are right up our alley here at Happy Hour. That's exactly what we're all about. Absolutely. Uh, you guys are going to love your next comedian. Every time I get to see him, it's a joy and uh, just wonderment, happiness, smiles. Unicorns uh, shoot out of his asshole. Please clap your hands together for FC Sierra. <laughs> Unicorn shooting out of my asshole. Hooves first. Mm-mm, buttercup. Hello there, everybody. How's it going? Ooh, somebody didn't shaw those horses, Pam. I think I feel a little bit of nails coming out. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm talking still. That's what this is about, right? Either way, I'm sad. Uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to continue on with. I am nervous. I have... I'm four months into a new relationship with a, a lady friend of mine. Uh, I don't know, like, I don't know if I want to introduce her to like every part of my life. Like, you don't know if you want those people to meet those those special people. Like, I I don't know how long it's gonna be before I introduce her to my parents or that dude I'm fucking. Like, I don't know when it's gonna change. When do I make that turn? Like, we were in bed the other day. I'm going through all these, I have the, the allergies right now. I'm sniffling, I have snot, I'm a snot rag guy. I don't know, I, I, and I throw them away. Anyway, impromptu sex happened. Finish off that, had to wipe her down. Side rat, either way, later in the day, I sneezed again. I don't know if I, came on the sneeze rag or I sneezed on the cum rag, but I mixed the, the fluids and I didn't like it. I, that's not a cocktail I'm enjoying. Not for me, FC. Um, I have a cat now. Uh, I got it uh, two Saturdays ago, eight weeks old. Uh, named him FC uh, and then uh, fancy cat. Uh, 
And then I looked at its stomach and I realized it didn't have a penis. I still named it FC. Uh, her name is after me. Uh, it's a true story, I love her. I don't, I don't. I look at her, I feel nothing. I, I admit that. Like, I was pressured into it because she got a kitten too. I look at it and it's like, oh, okay. Eight years, I'm going to have to make you think that I love you. This is like training for an actual kid. It's actually pretty good. Like, I, I'm not going to feel shit, but I'm going to be able to. Anyway, I want to get on to this thing I want to talk about. Um, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, why did the chicken cross the road? Why did the chicken cross the road? People always have their answers. People always have... They don't know this fucking chicken, though, all right? People don't know this chicken the way I know this chicken. This chicken was on the side of the road and waiting, just waiting to cross. Other things happen in a chicken's life. It's not just standing around like some solicitor, a fucking a, a, a strumpet on the corner. No! This chicken had a place to be. Out of nowhere, he sees... This chicken's a man. It's a man chicken. It's not a rooster, it's a man chicken. But it was there and it saw a man. No, a coward, a lowly beast of the netherworlds, a possible suspected, a child molester, a dick jiggler on the parks of America, not allowed to go near the school anymore, just looking outside. There are the little leaguers. I can drink my beer in this parking lot and watch them. A man who took that innocence away. <laughs> A piece of flesh mirror on the surface. Yes, 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 but no. Just taking up that space and taking the will from each and every other being around him. A succubus of happiness in human form. Anyway, that chicken didn't like uh, the way that guy looked, so he crossed the street. <laughs> Wow, if you guys feel uh, really stressed uh, after that set, uh, I have back here um, Chris, uh, chocolate cocoa crispy treats uh, for a $5 donation to the station, and they will calm you right the fuck down after that set. Uh, just to let you guys know, also, the shirt that he was wearing was Darkwing Duck, and that's what we used to call it in 1994 when I was in college and we wanted to smoke pot because Darkwing Duck was on from 4 to 4.30. And so because in 1994 you couldn't smoke pot or have it and everyone was scared that you were going to get in trouble by the RA, she was coming, you had to say, do you want to go upstairs in Darkwing? So anyways, it all comes full circle. Come by a treat and clap one more time for FC Sierra. Yay! Huzzah! Your next comedian uh, is another funny guy. We have, we have a bunch of different, all the different styles tonight. I love it. Uh, this next comedian, he actually, he's got some steez, man. He's always dressed in these cute, I'm like, what corporate office does he work in and it, that it's casual Friday at? Uh, anyways, put your hands together, everybody. It's Cole Chapman! Yay. Thank you for that. I've had this shirt for nine years. <laughs> Wear it every Friday. Just about. I broke this again. Sorry. That was intense. My heart's still beating from that. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know what to even do here. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing blanks. Ed, you said your mom loves your voice. She does. I love your voice too. But I'm sure there was a point 
when you didn't have that voice? And did your mom love it when it changed? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you were like in like, you're like five years old. You're like, okay, bye mom. See you later. And then like eight hours later, you come back. You're like, hello mother. I'm back. And she's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like what? what? HG Wells is not HG Wells. What's the other guy? Orson Welles, that's the one. Thank you, nerds. You just come out suddenly, still five years old, and you grew into it, right? You'd be surprised how <laughs> You still haven't grown into it, though. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, that's like a voice for like a 60-year-old wizard, you know? <laughs> or 300. I don't know how wizards age. All right, get off my back, fantasy nerds. Jesus Christ. Calm down, sir, my friend. You... I have C's, no. You have C's for billions of years. Look, I just, and I realized something, I was sitting there looking at you. Um, I think you're like Prince again. Like you, you ride a Ducati, right? There you go. You ride around on a motorcycle, dressed to the nines, not giving a good goddamn what anybody else thinks. Like this is my style, I fucking dig it, man. Anyways, what are we talking about? I don't know, this thing still broken? Cool, me too. Hmm. Now we're off to a weird start, and I don't really know if uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, it's like, do we launch into jokes now, or do I just? Jenny's giving me the no, so I feel like I'm just gonna waste your time just sitting here talking about nothing. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. No, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of this, <laughs> but this is the predicament we've walked into, so we're stuck, and people are laughing too. That's the worst part. Now it's just encouraging. The nonsense. You know what? Let's try and get one in here. Mm. Fuck, man. Now I don't want to do shit. This is this is the worst. I like look down and I hate all of it, and then I come back up like, you want to talk about nothing? Everyone's like, no. And then I'm like, fuck. All right, let's do this. Oh, I hate it again. This is stressing me out. All right, Jesus Christ. I told you I stressed from that set. Great set, but still, holy shit. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> ah, woo. Okay. No, dude. I still hate it. I'm doing crowd work. What do you think I'm doing? Eyes are pretty cool. <laughs> Let's talk about eyes, man. Seeing shit, that's dope as fuck. You walk into a place, you're like, I see it, you know? Crazy, am I right? Hell yeah, eyes. Yeah. It's fucking eye shit right there. I love eyes. And I still don't love these jokes. That's the fucking problem. I hate this. I hate this. Let's quickly get through some shit. <laughs> Just like one, because I got the horn. Um, some of you might know, because I've done this joke the past three weeks, uh, that my name, my real name is Coleman Chapman. Like, my full name is Coleman. Uh, and that rhymes, huh? Uh, but, like, I personally think that's too much, and I've thought that way. Like, two mans, like, I'm not trying to prove anything, you know? And so I got really curious about like what the deal was. So I went home recently and finally built up the courage slash put enough booze in my dad to tell me what the fuck happened. And I was like, like telling him the whole time. I was like, I've kind of been like ridiculed through grade school. Like Coleman Chapman is like an embarrassing, it's a weird name. Like you didn't think of this at all. Like you didn't think this was a weird name at all. And he was like, fucked up. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> you know, you fucked up. He was like, yeah. I was like, when did you know? He was like, immediately. <laughs> like, he just walked to the nurse. 
handed her the sheet and immediately like, ah, that was rough. It's going to be a rough life for this kid. Didn't even make a chance to go back like, excuse me, let me erase it. No, he's just like, sorry, kid. Uh, and I was like, yeah, man, Coleman Chapman's weird. Uh, and he was like, could have been worse. I was like, why? He was like, well, what's your middle name? I was like, Lloyd. And he was like, exactly. <laughs> All right, see you guys later. Goldman Lloyd Chapman! Huzzah and hooray for Casual Friday. All right, your next comedian, a uh, very funny man. He's uh, probably part of this year's Desi Festival again. I'm not sure. He runs the setup at uh, 222 Hyde on Saturdays. And he's a really funny guy. Clap your hands together. Richard Sarvante! Hello. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. That's what everyone told me at work today. It's happy Friday. Be happy. And on Monday, it's a Monday. These are the jokes people make at work. A Monday. Uh, also, when I, wa- when I walk into meetings, people go, here comes trouble. Here comes trouble. That's a big one. Uh, I, 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 and I hate that because actually if you think about it, what they're saying is that I'm not dangerous at all, <laughs> right? Because like if, if someone came in with like a ski mask and a gun, <laughs> no one's going to be like, here comes trouble. <laughs> Looks mischievous, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad it's the weekend doing comedy. It's good. Um, I was at this, I I walked by this ice cream shop, and inside they had a Cookie Monster ice cream, and it was just like a tub of blue goo. (laughs) (laughs) And I was was like, wait, I don't don't think it's okay to name an ice cream after somebody and then have the ice cream be the color of that person's skin. (laughs) 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 Seems kind of (laughs) wrong. If I just had like a vat of brown ice cream and I called it like Harriet Tub of Chocolate. I, just, I don't think it's going to be okay. <laughs> I think this should apply to, I don't know, blue people. So yeah, Muppets as well. Muppets are people too. <laughs> um, I, I have a math degree, which is shitty. It doesn't do anything. Uh, I mean, like, I, I hate... I'm so mad that I know math. Like, uh, it's you, math is always so useless in school. Like, three uh, x squared plus seven x plus four solve for x. Who cares what x is? I'm not getting laid. <laughs> who, who gives a shit? Like, why couldn't math be useful? You know, like, you're at a club. There's two girls at a bar. One's an eight. One's a seven. Eight has had two drinks. What is the percentage? chance of finding true love tonight? <laughs> the answer is 0%, okay? No one meets anyone in bars. It's a scam. Take Spanish lessons. <laughs> Go to art galleries. <laughs> um, after I have sex with a girl, uh, I, I feel like, like I'm giving a speech at the Oscars. <laughs> it's, it's just I feel I'm like, <sighs> I'd like to thank alcohol. <laughs> You were there the entire time. <laughs> you know, you, you helped me take risks when I was too afraid to. Uh, I want to thank my roommate for leaving for three hours. 
You were instrumental to this entire process. I'd like to thank my co-star, Tina, of course. <laughs> you didn't scream when I took off my clothes. <laughs> and, and there's too many other people to thank. And if I forgot somebody, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm sure everybody got me to this point. Um, all right, got to get out of here. Um, I'm Indian. Uh, my friend, he thought it was funny. He's like, oh, you're a curry muncher, huh? I don't know, this is same thing. No one's funny, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's like, you're a curry. And I was like, dude, if, if you are munching curry, I just feel like you don't know how to eat properly. <laughs> you know, like, call me a, be correct, call me a curry slurper, you know? <laughs> be correct in your racism. It's just more polite. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Keep it going for my favorite samosa muncher, Richard Cervante, yay! That makes more sense, right? But I love samosas. I had them for lunch today, yay. Go Indians. It's my, it's my desert island food, if anyone ever is taking notes about me. I love samosas like a crazy bitch I am for those crispy little things filled with vegetables. Uh, your next comedian is another funny guy, big supporter here of Mutiny Radio. Puts on some really awesome shows. Uh, one of them coming up tomorrow night is called Baby's Gotta Eat. It's uh, at Brainwash Cafe right now. He's right here for you guys. Put your hands together. It's Ken Suzuki. Thank you. So the other day I heard this term, or somebody told me this, and said, you know, the one place that's okay to say the N-word is in the bedroom. <laughs> I don't know if I really agree with that, because unless we're role-playing, hearing the word no means something is going horribly wrong. <laughs> now, my father is a foreigner. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so, and his people are interesting people. They invented this thing called tentacle porn. I don't know if you're aware of this genre, but tentacle porn, oh yeah. Well good, then, I don't, then I don't have to explain it, perfect. But it, got, it has me thinking though, do you guys think that the octopi and the cephalopods actually enjoy watching tentacle porn? <laughs> or do they think they're just being horribly misrepresented? This is, this is not an accurate representation of octopine cephalopod sex. This was obviously made for just some fe the fetish and adolescent fantasies of those air-breathing land walkers. I will not be fetishized such like this. Oh, my God. It, it's really interesting, though, because uh, I got in a conversation uh, with someone about uh, real human porn, and... Uh, her point to me was, you know, was this. She said, uh, well, you know, you know, that's not real, Ken. That's fake. And I was like, really? Oh, my God, the CGI and those money shots look so realistic. How do they get the asshole to gape like that? What kind of technology are they using? You know, but I think the misunderstanding is people think, yes, porn is, it's relevant. That type of porn isn't real to you. To you, know, every generation has a little bit more of a freak factor involved that they can't believe is actually that the next generation would ever want to participate in. Everything that you see in porn can make to happen with a Craigslist account and enough money. 
is all I'm saying. And you can make fantasies happen. And I mean, my entire sexuality was informed by porn. Since the fucking first Disney movie I ever watched, up until I could actually get it at legal age and procure it myself. Now that we have the internet, it's something like, I'm so, it has made me, I would say, an extremely vain person. Now, when I think when I'm having sex, the first thought I have is, well, the first thought I have is, of course, is she enjoying this? But the first thought is then, how would this look when filmed? <laughs> Am I doing it right? Like, if someone were to come in at the right angle, or if I put it, would this look appropriate? Would somebody be able to get off on this? <laughs> because we're the only species out there that's even, like, okay. Mark Twain once said, Man is the only animal that blushes, or needs to. <laughs> he could have said man is the only animal that can actually needs to watch somebody else getting off to get off. Exactly. <laughs> that was the money shot right there, ladies and gentlemen. I worked that last night. Thank you very much. Ken Suzuki! Yay! Uh, go see his show tomorrow night at Brainwash, and he also, he just put up a show last weekend here at Mutiny Radio called Silk Road, and that podcast is out, and it's very funny. You can download it for free at podcast.pcrcollective.org. Your next comedian is all the way here from the Miami-Fort Lauderdale area uh, in Florida, where he has a podcast, and he's a comedian, and he's going to make you guys laugh right now. Clap your hands wildly for Ethan Moore! <laughs> Hey, what's up? This is a great little venue you guys got. Awesome to be here. Um, so I, I really like eating apples. And uh, I, I think what I like about it is like when you eat an apple, it's like you're eating wood. But if the wood was made out of juice. <laughs> See, I keep telling people that's a joke. Those guys laugh. I swear it's a joke. Um, I'm uh, I'm a clean and sober, been clean and sober almost two years, two years next week actually. Thank you for applauding the fact that I can no longer do drugs. Um, <laughs> appreciate that. Um, I was, I do still do comedy in bars obviously, and I was doing comedy in a bar last week and it was a wine bar. And my friend was like, Ethan, they got a wine tasting before the show, you should go to the wine tasting. I was like, man, I, I can't go to the wine tasting. If I go to the wine tasting, I'm going to have to stay for the heroin tasting. That's, uh, <laughs> that's how back by the dumpster with that, uh, that one sketchy dishwasher. You can see which one it is there. I wanted to go, too, because they had some good heroines. They did. They actually had one heroine that was rated 100 points, 100 needle points in Heroin Spectator magazine. You read that publication? It's for people that like to spectate heroin. That's what that's all about. <laughs> um, when I uh, when I did a lot of heroin, um, I was always hungry. I noticed, and I think the reason is because my favorite food was soup, but uh, all my spoons were full of heroin, so I couldn't really <laughs> eat the soup very well. <laughs> that's just a ridiculous joke, but um, I did have a hard time finding a spoon. It's true, like, think about it. Like, I could always find the, the heroin and the needle and I have my trusty belt here to tie off with, but, like, where do you get just, like, a spoon? I right? go to, like, a coffee shop and be like, can I just get a spoon? No coffee, just a spoon? Like, <laughs> use your bathroom for a minute? Like, it's weird. So, uh, so one time, I'm not proud of this, but one time I, uh, I went into Macy's and I, I stole a spoon. And then I uh, went and shot heroin with it all day. 
but at the end of the day, I started to feel guilty. Like, I don't want to be that junky stereotype of someone who steals. So I just washed it off and then put it back with the other spoons. <laughs> Not proud of that. <laughs> Today's special to Macy's hepatitis, also HIV. Uh, I'm just kidding. I never got any of those diseases because uh, I didn't share my needles. Uh, here's what I want to know. Who are all these junkies committed to the principle of sharing? <laughs> I never heard of that. When I was a junkie, I was like, I'm going to make money and then go in my apartment and hide under a big pile of drugs. You know? <laughs> I was like the Scrooge McDuck of heroin. You know? I'm just like, I'll be in my bin of needles, just diving in there, <laughs> bothered by no one. I'm going to have to talk all about drugs. I could tell you something else. Uh, oh, sex. I really want a woman to dominate me sexually. Yeah. Well, it got quiet. Yeah, and that's true, though. True. I want that. And um, it's hard, man. It's a hard thing to ask a woman. Like, it's, it's weird. It's, I realize it takes, like, a lot of courage, you know? Like, you got to be a real man to ask a woman to treat you like a bitch, you know? I, I got one girl to do it one time. She, uh, she jerked me off, and she looked me straight in the eye and said, now I want you to come for me like a good boy. And I did. I did. Uh, it was great. It was amazing. But, uh, but then later that night, she was like, now I want you to take the trash out for me like a good boy. I was like, this domination thing is not all it's cracked up to be. I, I changed my vote on that, actually. I changed my vote. Let me uh, I'll go back to drugs. Uh, <laughs> What's the weirdest drug? Basalts. Basalts. Jenkum. Wow, we got a couple of weirdos in here tonight. Um, <laughs> San Francisco, what are you guys into? Uh, now, uh, I, the weirdest drug, in my opinion, is weed. And I'll tell you why. Because people do something with weed that they don't do with any other drug. Like, I used to smoke pot. And, like, here's the thing they do. Like, you walk into a room, and people will be like, oh, it smells good in here. And what they mean is that the other people are smoking weed and then they're exhaling that smoke and then you're breathing it in. That's used drugs. That's gross, man. Like, I don't, I don't like that. Like, like uh, some people even do this. They, they, it's called shotgunning. And that's when um, one person will inhale the weed smoke and he'll breathe it into his friend's mouth and he'll get high off that very same weed smoke. This is for people that are very cheap. They don't want to spend a lot on drugs, you know. And you wouldn't do that with another drug. You wouldn't be like, oh, bro, is that cocaine any good? Can I just lick the sweat off your neck? I want to get the used cocaine. I want to get the metabolized cocaine. Oh, you're drinking Carvassier. Oh, that's my favorite. Could you uh, urinate in my mouth? Just, uh, just lay your filthy cock right in my tongue and piss down my gullet. I, uh, that's how I like my French brandy, secondhand. That's how I like it. All right, guys, uh, you guys are great. Um, check out my podcast, Sex on Kava, sexoncava.com. We're on iTunes. My name's Ethan Moore. Thank you. Yay! Ethan Moore, all the way out of Florida here on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on MutinyRadio.fm. It's the happy hour, the happiest of hours. And uh, your next comedian is another funny guy. He's been coming week after week and doing all those terrible tasks I make you guys do. Put your hands together for Christopher Guerra! <laughs> Sorry, I took the scenic route getting here. Is this mic on? Good, good. So I read online that in Iowa, they're going to pass a law that'll make it legal for children to carry guns as a way of combating school shootings. <laughs> yeah, I really feel sorry for the parents in that state. Uh, 
All right, Junior, time to go to sleep. I don't think so. I'm going to stay up all night, eat Cocoa Puffs, and watch back-to-back episodes of SpongeBob. And if you tell me to go to sleep again, I'm going to put you to sleep forever. I guess you hate Cocoa Puffs. Okay. So my girlfriend and I have been together for 24 years. 24 years. That's a long-ass time. Yeah. People would ask me, what's the secret of maintaining a strong, fruitful relationship? And I tell them the secret is to not get married. Yep, my girlfriend and I do not believe in marriage. We feel that we don't need a license to prove that we love each other. I mean, isn't it enough that we're having sex? And you hear people talk about banning gay marriage. I think we should ban marriage, period. Let's ban marriage so we can be free to sleep with whoever we want. And I remember saying, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, one person. Uh, (laughs) And I remember saying to my girlfriend, honey, I may not give you a diamond ring, but I'll always give you a pearl necklace. (laughs) Who says romance is dead, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I was watching TV the other night and I saw this infomercial for Extends. And in case you don't know what Extends is, it's a drug that supposedly can make your penis bigger. And as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, wait a minute. I thought they already found a cure for having a small penis. It's called buying a gun. (laughs) That's right. All gun owners have small penises. That's why you never see any black men in the NRA. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My girlfriend, she likes watching those real housewife shows on Bravo. Yeah, she likes checking out their nice houses and their nice cars and their nice dresses. And I hate to admit it, but I like watching those shows too because I like checking out the housewives I mean, those women are fucking hot. I don't care if they're 50% silicone, I'd still bang them. (laughs) That sounded nice. Uh, Yeah, my girlfriend hates it when I masturbate to those shows. Especially when we're watching them together. She'd say, Chris, cut it out. Will you put that away? Look what you did to my carpet. So I read online that said that they are developing a pill that'll make your fart smell like chocolate. Yeah, I can't wait until they invent a pill that'll make a woman's queef smell like pizza. Mmm, cheesy. (laughs) And before I go, here's some advice I'd like to give to all the guys here tonight, since there's a lot of guys here. Um, Never let your girlfriend sit on your face after taking her out to a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> That's my time. My name is Chris Guerra. Thank you. you Back Chris. to you, Pammy. Chris giving us some truth. 
Uh, hey, just to let you guys know, uh, his set reminded me that we have a great show on Mondays here at the station from 6 to 8 called Joke Workshop, where you can come and work on your jokes in front of a panel of your comedian peers, and they'll give you feedback and be nice and stuff like that. But right now, we're coming up with our next comedian. He he had such a slow learning curve on the reading thing, but it's totally great because he's super funny and everything's going to be okay. And he got the number he wanted anyways. It just made me laugh. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry I make you guys go through these hoops, but when you guys do the things on the internet that I ask you to do for the stage time, you have no idea how it exponentially helps the promotions at Mutiny Radio. Like, you guys are so important because, I mean, I really think we've been getting more people at the shows because of the work I've been making you guys do. So, uh, a sincere thank you. And clap your hands right now for Kevin Patrick Renner. It was just confusing because there was like 19 Facebook pages for it. Holy fuck. Just do have one Facebook page and do some Facebook marketing and that's it. That's all you got to do. So confusing. All right. Starting off weird. All right, so uh, so uh, my grandfather is going through the early stages of dementia. Uh, it's not sad, though. It's actually pretty dope uh, because I get to hear cool stories from his youth that he's not supposed to say in polite company. But he doesn't know it's polite company because of the dementia and all. So uh, it's pretty great. This story was when, uh, after, World War, after World War II, uh, he was getting fitted by a female German tailor. And uh, as she was going on his inseam, she said something in German. And he doesn't know German, so he asks his friend, he goes, uh, what is that, uh, what'd she say? She goes, oh, she wants to see you naked. Uh, which is basically the 1940s version of, my grandpa has a cool-ass dick. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking great. I got to learn that my grandpa has a cool dick. That's amazing. That means that I am 25% cool dick on my grandpa's side. Fuck that. It's good, man. I like it. <laughs> yeah, fuck me like, oh, I'm a quarter Norwegian or I'm a quarter Spanish. I'm a quarter good dick. I don't like that too much. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. I don't know. What else was I going to talk about? My grandpa's dick. Uh, let's see. I don't know. But uh, they were actually thinking about putting him in one of those uh, nursing homes, one of those retirement homes. And I was uh, researching it, and I found out that 91% of retirement homes are understaffed, and 32% uh, of retirement homes uh, have been involved in some form of elder abuse. Those are real bad statistics, everybody. Like, imagine going to the pool, and uh, there was only half a lifeguard there, but also every third day he decides that he wants to drown you a little bit. You wouldn't go to the pool anymore. <laughs> lifeguard Terry is a dick. I don't know. I was thinking about it that uh, I was reading that 58% of elderly abuse is uh, neglect, and... Uh, I think that's actually kind of a low number because if you put your grandparents in a retirement home, uh, you're 100% neglecting them. <laughs> that's what you've done. You've gave it to somebody else to deal with their problems. You can't just throw money at a solution and just forget about it. I don't know. I also found out that 15% of elderly abuse is uh, physical abuse, and that's pretty sad. Um, but also I was thinking about I was thinking, like, maybe, like, 2% of them kind of deserve it. Like, there's got to be, like, a leeway of, like, all right, 2% of it. You just deserve it. Some old people can be dicks. 
Grammy, just like stop being mean to the Filipino ladies. If you weren't so shitty, she'd clean out your bedpan more. Like, I don't know. I also found out that though, probably the worst statistic, uh, even though it's the smallest, is that in 0.04% of elderly abuse cases are sexual abuse. And I think that's fucked up because that means that there is a nursing home attendant that strictly got into the nursing game to fuck old people. Don't fuck our old people. Stop that. That's like the longest con of all time. One, because it's a crime and you have to go through nursing schools to go do that. And then you have to wait for a baby to become an old person. That's it. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Um, well, let's see. Yeah. Like, the only reason why I like that is, like, o- only old people should have sex with old people, right? Because, like, that's what all they do in nursing homes. All they do is bone down. Because they have to. Because in a couple years, they're going to literally lay their bones down. All right, guys. It's about our time. Thank you. I am just so amused by all the topics tonight. We've gone from everything from like, well, you went from dick jokes to elder abuse in the same set. So cood fucking does, Kevin Patrick Renner. Yay. All right, your next comedian. He hails all the way from Scotland. He's here to make you guys laugh right now with the jokes and the bits. Put your hands together for Joel Spears. How's it going, Mini Radio? How are we doing tonight? You guys having fun? You having fun? Watching the comedians doing the jokes? Doing the bits? Yeah, 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 that's the catchphrase. We all know the catchphrase by now, yeah. How's it going? Uh, my name's Joel Spears. Uh, some people say I look like if a Lord of the Rings Hobbit wrote for Vice magazine. Uh, I didn't actually write that. My parents wrote that by giving me the specific genes necessary for that joke to make sense. So. You're actually you're you're actually giving my parents you know credit and self-esteem. You're not giving me any self-esteem. It's actually it's actually quite offensive. Um, I, do, I, do, I don't appreciate the comparison, but I do appreciate the laughter because that's what I take in lieu of, of legitimate compliments these days is uh, laughter from uh, relative strangers. That's what I take. Uh, guys, how are you doing? What do you guys know about the old, uh, the politics? You guys give a shit about any politics? Do we have a political crowd here tonight? Yeah. You know, who's in the, who's in the uh, Trump? Do we have any Trump fans? Not even ironic Trump fans? This is not an open mic comedy crowd then. This isn't, <laughs> any uh, Hillary fans? So I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ginny, that's not victimization. I was legit. I was doing a legitimate poll. I'm storing. I'm storing information for future use. Any Bernie fans? Bernie fans? Any? <laughs> Thank you. We love you too. Uh, <laughs> any fans of just staying home and getting high on like cleaning fluid in, in lieu of voting? No one. All right. Good. That's responsible. Any fans? <laughs> Any fans of, um, does anyone give a shit about what happens outside of America in politics? Any fans of, does anyone aware, where, wait, what? <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for a yes, though. I, I was going to segue onto the ignorance of Americans, and I was going to do a solid four on that, but uh, wait, wait, what foreign elections do you actually care about? 
yeah, that's brilliant, isn't it? And he's not going to be able to come here. That's great. Isn't that great? Like, that's fucking great. Yeah, not that he has any reason to. You know, London has everything. So um, they have a, they're doing a big vote in the UK, though. That's fi- that's great that you actually uh, you did my segue for me because they're doing a big vote in the UK right now. They're talking about the Brexit, the Brexit, the British exit, which displays uh, not only a complete contempt for the the British have for uh, global politics. The Brexit is the exit. Britain's exit from the European Union. So it displays not only, they're voting on this next month, so this displays not only a complete contempt for like Britain's knowledge of world politics, but a complete contempt for what a portmanteau actually is. Because it's supposed to have elements of both words. Brexit, BR, British, exit. This doesn't work, it just, uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a congruous thing. But, um, Brexit. I don't. I don't like the word Brexit. Brexit. It's. It sounds like you know. It sounds like. Uh, sounds like if uh, Taco Bell did like a panini. You know, Brexit. <laughs> it sounds like Brexit. Brexit sounds like what Chris Christie does when he steps on stage to do a resignation speech. He Brexit. <laughs> Brexit sounds like a particularly type, particularly aggressive type of acne cream. Brexit. Um, yeah, I, I I have a lot of uh, I have a lot more material, but I got the fucking thing. So, thirty seconds. You you know me, Pam. That's not enough for me. I need I need to hold your attention for a solid twenty five thirty minutes. Uh, thanks very much. You laughed at me. Now I don't want to kill myself. Cheers. Bye. Joel Spears brexiting the stage. We'll just we'll just start using it for everything, whether it's British or not. Brexit. Uh, I enjoyed your set very, very much. He knows about the world. How exciting. Uh, I I submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey as much as possible. But world politics, I'm, I suppose those are important. And uh, maybe someday I'll get a smartphone and get to learn about those like you guys do. Uh, your next comedian, she's a really funny lady who, um, I guess, knows things about tech and math and stuff. I just thought that she was pretty. Uh, but she also tells funny jokes. Put your hands together for Jenny Hogan. Oh, I guess Richard's not here anymore. Math joke is done. Uh, I'm going to start with some bad jokes, and then I will move into my usual very high caliber material. (laughs) So people say, like, this expression, a new lease on life. You guys know this? I find it very pessimistic. Like, why do you not own your own life, you know? Like, why are you leasing it? I think they should call it a refinance of life's mortgage. That's terrible. That's terrible. I work in mortgages. My coworkers liked it. This is how I knew it wasn't funny. Uh, I have another one. I have another one. People say, like, you could cut the tension with a knife. That w- that's what knives are for. Like, they're for cutting things. Like, if you really want dramatic effect, you should say, you could cut the tension with a spork, you know? Like, that would really, that would be some intense tension. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... Um, I don't, uh, I don't wear makeup usually, and I, I wish I could. Like, I, I think it's cool. It's like an Instagram filter for your face, um, and I love Instagram <laughs> <laughs> my, friend, my, my, my friends have called me out. Actually, I post a lot of photos on Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> and they called me out on only uh, filtering the photos that I'm in. <laughs> Which is true. I do that. It's really embarrassing. Um, but here's the thing. I can't really wear makeup because, like, uh, you probably noticed, I, like, go like this a lot. And when I'm at work, I, like, kind of do this. Kind of just, like, really fidgety. Often, like, for dramatic effect, whenever anyone asks me to do anything, I'm just like, okay, fine. 
So um, I can't do eye makeup, but uh, here's the thing about makeup is that like you have to, it, it's all or nothing, you know, like you can't, if you wear makeup every day, you have to wear it every day because if you take a day off, people think you're dying. Like <laughs> it's true. It's actually, no, like men think you're dying. Like women know that you like woke up late or something. Um, and if you never wear it and then you wear it once, like people will think you're hitting on them. Like, but like just them, like they think that you've altered your face for just that conversation. <laughs> Um, and it's tough. I, I one time uh, had a sleepover uh, during the week with a guy, which I usually don't do. I usually don't have sleepovers on school nights. Um, but he, in the morning, like, offered me mascara that, like, someone else had left. He <laughs> 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 like, was just like, you can use whatever's in there. I was like, I'm going to leave a great Airbnb review for this. Like, it's amazing. Um, okay, so I was talking to a friend recently, so I've been, well, actually, like, a few hours ago, I've been, like, very uh, vaguely thinking about um, moving to L.A., but I'm, like, definitely not, um, because I don't know how to drive, uh, and, and I talked to my, actually, only in, like, the last six hours did I start thinking about moving to L.A. Um, for a job there, but my, I was talking to my mom about it, and she was like, um, yeah, you can't move to L.A., you don't know how to drive, and then she was like, well, you can take driver's ed. <laughs> I was like, am I going to, like, go to a high school and, like, take drivers and, like, a bunch of 16-year-olds? Um, and then she was like, maybe you could, like, get a boyfriend to drive you on. Oh, no, you should just take driver's ed. Um, but then I was talking to a friend about how I don't think I could, like, live in L.A. because everyone, like, looks really nice when they go out there. I was in L.A. last weekend, um, like, for this. I was interviewing for a job there. And uh, I and she was like, I don't know if you know this, Jenny, but like actually, like when we go out in San Francisco, like people kind of dress nicely, and like you just like don't really notice or care. But then she told me one time, uh, I don't remember this, but I was not allowed into booty. Do you guys know booty? <laughs> I, I I didn't get into booty because I was wearing flip flops. Um, and the sad thing is, I don't remember this because I was too drunk. But I didn't not get in because I was too drunk. I didn't get in because I was wearing flip flops. Um, but honestly, like having been in booty, like flip flops are not the appropriate attire. Like you need rain boots, um, which is why they call it booty. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yay! Jenny Hogan's cool enough that she doesn't have to go to dumb places like booty or wear makeup. Yay, Jenny Hogan! Yay! All right. Your next comedian, uh, he is an amazing human being. He helps out the station so much. He has a great podcast called FEFY, Fuck Everything, Fuck You. Uh, he's a great comedian. He had a TED, you have a recent TED Talk coming up. Uh, June June 11th, he has a great waste TED Talk at Piano Fight with Chris Kanatzer. You guys aren't going to want to miss it, but you get to see him right now. Put your hands together for Timothy Pizza. <laughs> uh, I had to quit Facebook. Uh, I was getting way too drunk and waking up and looking at my phone and being like, oh, fuck, I hope nobody's awake yet. Um, so I found an app that blocks me out of Facebook, and it's great. Um, I tested it out for a couple hours, and I was like, wow, I really, like, you know, paid attention to shit. This is great. I'll try 24. And then, you know, you get the little buzz. I'm like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to do another 24. And then, like, I started to notice I was forming thoughts clearer, and, like, I was getting more done. Like, I was a little bit more motivated. And then uh, today, I just feel totally insane, but like kind of happy. But last night, I dreamed in Facebook. <laughs> like the scrolling, I don't know what the posts were, there were some likes going on. It was so serious, I'm dead fucking serious. It was fucking awful. Um, totally fucking awful. But uh, two days ago, the greatest thing I've ever seen happened. Uh, I was walking down uh, Davis Street and uh, in front of the Safeway there. Uh, 
they had the dare set up. Like, remember back in the day when they had dare? Dare's back. And uh, I'm like, oh, dare didn't work, but I'm going to go check out what they got. I'll go talk to the dare girls. There's like two, like, 18-year-old girls, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're for dare. And I'm like, what the fuck is dare doing now? It clearly doesn't work, you know? And they're laughing. <coughs> and this guy's standing right next to her, and he's like, kind of like uh, Frosty. He's like a... Uh, he's like a little bit taller, uh, way huskier, but he's got like the hair, total hippie motherfucker, and he's just like talking to this girl. And um, she's explaining what's new and dare to this guy, and she's like, yeah, cyberbullying is what we're really going after. And he's like, cyberbullying? And she's like, yeah, yeah, cyberbullying. Yeah, kids have died. She's like, kids have died from cyberbullying? She's like, yeah, all the time. And he's like, he's like, I can understand throwing out your arm with the Wii. You know, and I'm just like sitting there. This girl's looking like really confused. I'm like, oh, and I'm like, no, not bowling, bullying. <laughs> and uh, I almost shit my pants. I I'm so hard. I haven't laughed that hard in a really long time. I wanted to like try and create the joke where I'm like doing it that way, but I think it's better just to tell the story. All right, uh, now I'll talk about jerking off. Um, so um, I was learning about science, and there's this thing called quantum entanglement. Uh, we're all particles. Uh, every particle has another particle. It's uh, positive and negative. Uh, positive one could be at uh, uh, CERN in Switzerland, and the uh, negative one could be at SLAC in uh, Stanford, and they affect one, and then the negative happens to the other, but it's all equal and opposite. And it's like in the morning, like when I'm laying in bed sleeping naked, and I'm just like the sun's coming up, the birds are chirping, and I'm just kind of like half asleep, humping my sheets. And it's like not when just like a normal jerk off, it's gotta be like special. Um, I just like to think like during those moments that like maybe the person that I'm thinking about is quantum entangled with me and maybe that person just comes a little bit right when I do. I think that would be beautiful and scientific <laughs> until 8 a.m. when I have to peel my penis off my abdomen. Um, yeah, um, there's that. So, uh, Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll tell this joke again. Um, oh, I don't have enough time. Um, you know what? That's all I want to do. Good. Peeling his dick off his stomach in the morning. That's Timothy Pizza. Isn't that what dogs are for? I thought that's why people had dogs, to lick the cum off your stomach. Just, just, I didn't, I don't know what dogs eat. Uh, anyways, uh, your next comedian is, yeah, he's got the hair of an angel and the and the bo body, I don't, I'm not gonna go there. I'm just gonna introduce him and say it's a really funny guy, Clay Newman, yay! It's got the hair of an angel and the body of a 42-year-old Hispanic man named Ahel. Because white people don't name their kids Angel. It's gotta be on hell. I could have gone specific, like El Salvadorian, but <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> so I, I was recently thinking about an old video game that I used to love. I used to play it every day for a brief period of time. It was my favorite video game in the world. Did you guys play The Sims growing up? Oh, yeah. Okay, good, good. Uh, the Sims was a lot of fun. If you didn't play it. Um, it's not an adventure game like Super Mario Brothers where you save a princess. It's not a fighting game like Street Fighter where you're just trying to knock people out. Uh, the goal of The Sims is to create a simulated version of yourself and make that person 
try to have sex with simulated versions of women you know. Uh, that's The Sims. That's what the point of the game is. Uh, but some people abused it. You could find out if somebody was a good or a bad person based on how they treated their, their Sims. Like, I would come over to a friend's house. It was it was scary sometimes to be like, hey, check it out. Check it out. There's our friend Philip. Hey, you see Philip? He's in the pool right now. He's swimming. He's having a good time in the pool. Watch this. Click, click, click. No more ladders for Philip. Philip's gonna drown. <laughs> like Jesus, we know Philip. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Cause <laughs> he gets sad that he drowns. <laughs> I was a good person when I played The Sims. I created myself and I created Tiffany. I loved Tiffany so much. She never talked to me in high school, but I loved her so much. And me and Tiffany, we had three kids. Our life was going great. My job at Performer was going wonderfully. <laughs> Everything was perfect. But The Sims is not your normal game. Uh, the Sims is a lot more like life. The Sims gives, but it also takes away. And maybe it's just the natural chaos of things. Or maybe it's the fact that you're not supposed to put throw rugs in a kitchen. <laughs> but Tiffany burned to death, you guys. <laughs> My fucking mother of three children. We just had our third child. She burned to death. I killed Tiffany. Do you know what happens in The Sims after you burn your wife to death? I don't know. I stopped fucking playing. That's a terrible thing. That's a terrible thing to happen in a game. I can handle not saving the princess. You're going to give me fucking seven simulated years of pure marital bliss and then burn it all down just because I thought Blue Shag looked good in the kitchen. Fun childhood memories. Uh, I was thinking back even further than that. My grandparents used to have these two little cocker spaniels, and I remember uh, they used to hump the shit out of me. Just like very like I it, when my grandparents like yelled at me because I didn't even realize what sexuality was. They yelled at me. They told me it was a bad thing, and they were just like latching on and like it was it was intense. Like they had a look like it was not a fun thing. It was like we're doing this. But I, I loved it as a kid. Like, not like sexually. I didn't know what sexually was. I had my dog friends hugging me and making weird faces. <laughs> and I'm still upset to this day that my grandparents took that joy away from me. Uh, I'll never be that happy again. You guys, my name's Clay Newman. Thank you so much for listening. Clay Newman! That was great. That new Sims joke is fucking spot on. Uh, your next comedian, he was trapped on the bridge, but he is here now for you guys. Uh, I'm excited to see him perform. They call him Ulac, but his name is Uriah Jacquez. Yay! Thank you. Hi, how's, how's everybody doing? Awesome. Uh, my name is Uriah, and uh, I live in Oakland. Uh, don't be sad. Don't be scared. It's all right. Um, yeah, so uh, what was I going to say about Oakland? It's an amazing city. It is a really amazing city. Um, I actually wake up to the sun in Oakland, um, where in San Francisco I would wake up to fog. And also, 
in Oakland, uh, I wake up to birds chirping, you know, in San Francisco, I would just wake up to like birds or seagulls asking for crack. They'd be like, crack, crack. And I'd try to give them bread and they would actually just want crack, you know, I'm just like, okay. Um, and at night, at night in Oakland, you can see the sea of stars, right? Just a sea of stars. Uh, compared to San Francisco, you see a sea of people, uh, blue face people. And uh, you can hear people celebrating in Oakland. Uh, with fireworks at night. It's like every other night, you know, you hear pop, 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 ah, pop, 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 ah, die, bitch. Ah. Um, I, I have no idea why it has such a bad rap. You know, I love that city. It's a great city. Um, I just read an article the other day that uh, that Rohifenol, roofies, the date rape drug, um, they they found a new uh, side effect, actually. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, a new side effect where uh, instead of, you know, you also, you know, get sleepy when you take Rohifenol, but you also see Bill Cosby. Uh, yeah, it's really weird. I, I took it just to, I was like, this is so weird. I took it and I did see Bill Cosby as I was fading out. I was like, oh my God. So uh, he didn't do it, just to let you know. It's just a side effect <laughs> that these people have been experiencing. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, I'm at that age right now where my, my friends are having kids and uh, they've been asking me, are you trying? Are you trying? And I'm like, really? That's like the most personable, personable, personable question that somebody can ask you uh, if you're trying. It's, I finally got upset and fed up and I was like, fucking, it's none of your goddamn business if I'm fucking coming, ejaculating massive amounts of cum in her vagina. Um, and so my dad stopped asking, my mom stopped asking, my friends stopped asking. So just, I had to put my foot down, like, boom. Um, but just to let you guys know, yes, we are trying. Uh, and uh, we're uh, actually going to have a boy in, uh, in August. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I felt like Jeb Bush, please clap, please, please. Um, yeah, and it's, it's amazing uh, because... You know, her boobs have gotten really big, and, and I'm like, whoa. Uh, they now fill an A cup, and uh, now I'm not making love to a flat-chested boy. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, one, of the, one of the bad things, though, is that uh, I'm not making that, I'm not, we're not making as much love, and not because of that comment, but uh, because you know, not because she looks like the guy from Duck Dynasty, you know, big ass beer belly, and she is growing a beard too, but just because she doesn't feel comfortable, and I'm like, babe, why, what's going on? Why don't you want to make love? And she's like, it's not the beer belly or my beard that's growing. Um, it's just, I've never had two penises inside of me before. Yeah. And uh, so I will... End off with that. My name is Uriah, and I'll talk to you later. Uriah! Yay! Sweet! Uh, Uriah made it across the bridge. Thank God. It's so scary out there, isn't it? Uh, your next comedian, he just put out another great video. Seems like he's putting them out every Friday. He's here, right? Ashton. Yeah. Yo, there he is. He's hiding behind another person. Uh, today's was called Pinhead, and you guys should go and see all his new videos. Hopefully someday I'll get cast in one. I'll, I'm putting. I'm gonna send you a resume. If you ever need an old 41-year-old woman to do anything, I, I got your back. Put your hands together for Ashton Tate. Oh, thank you, everybody. How cool. 
I, uh, high school was the first time I had sex, Ed. So always remember Mr. Stevens. Um, he's a good guy. I was, uh, speaking of sex ed, it's great to bring up points of your own topics. I was uh, I stopped looking at porn uh, quite a while ago, and uh, my hearing's gotten a lot worse because of that. Because uh, now I don't like strain to hear my roommates walking around the house, um, so it's a bad side effect. But that's cool. I, uh, yeah, I like um, walking in on people. That's, some people don't like doing that. I have a room um, that actually uh, has no windows. Yeah, so it's uh, really hard to fancy it up with a telescope. Does, does nothing. Just, uh, yeah. But um, I don't know, walking in on people, that's never like, no one ever says that they walked in on someone and it was a good thing, am I right? You know? Like, yet running in to someone, that's usually a good thing. Like, I ran into, you don't, like, run into someone. If you ran into someone, like, jerking off, that would be, that would be terrible. That would be really bad. So, yeah, just don't do that. Don't, that's, uh, that's why I don't like running. I mean, if you're, well, if you're running in a race, there's, uh, there's genuinely good things that happen. Think about that, because people who run, okay, here, this makes sense. People who run, people who run are in more shape, right? So uh, good things happen to people who are in good shape, but if all you do is walk, you're bound to walk into some bad things. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, uh, okay, there were, some, there were some good marches that we had that accomplished things, and those people were walking, but maybe they walked into trouble, you know? That's, um, depending on what side of the law you're on, it's, uh, I was um, playing the <laughs> I was uh, I was playing the video game Grand Theft Auto for the first time since high school recently, and I was like, these cops are kind of just doing their job. <laughs> you know, I, I don't really like my job either. It's, it's just some things we got to do. Uh, but uh, that's cool. I, um, you know, I I'm, I'm not really good at uh, going to museums. I. Uh, it's not really my thing. I was um I was I was at the museum and uh I realized that I was like I was looking at the fast food menu longer than any of the pieces of art. Um that's good. Sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta hit that fast food, you know what I mean? It's um it's not fasting, it's fast food. That's that's a misconception that a lot of uh, Europeans have when they come over to this country. <laughs> is that people who eat McDonalds are fasting. Um <laughs> They're fat and I don't know. But McDonald's has some good stuff. You guys want to hear about the new McDonald's shaker menu? It's pretty good. It's, uh, it's a really great menu um, if you're trying to uh, bring back some loved ones. It's, uh, nothing brings a family together like McDonald's. That's, uh, that's an ad that they don't have. I don't know why. Um, I, um, I wish they had a more ad like that. You know, I think, uh, I think like train, train stations do... do I don't know if people use train stations besides like a venue to break up with someone. Is that <laughs> seems to be like their main their main course. Because at the airport you they have security and you can't walk someone all the way. So you just have to go to the train station. Um I was watching a movie recently and there was uh I was watching this movie and this uh this guy was talking really loud during the movie. You guys uh you guys know this group of people that talks loud during every movie? Uh, airplane pilots. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> okay, well, that's my Friday. I hope yours is good. My name is Ashton. Have a great night. Bye.
go look him up on Facebook right now and watch his new video. I'm sure he posts other places. Ashton Tate, yay! All right, moving along here on the happy hour. Your next comedian. Put your hands together for Chris Harmio. <laughs> I gotta really learn not to clap when I'm coming up. <laughs> I, I like. I just feel like I want to join in. I just. I'm like, why am I clapping at myself? <laughs> Yay! I made it. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, cool. <laughs> that was weird. That's a. Don't ever wink at anybody like that. That is fucking odd. <laughs> I, I. I now believe you're a robot. How? How can you do that? How do you do that? I'm not good at that. What? It's great for radio. Oh, yeah, by the way, everybody at home, there's a guy winking really odd at me. <laughs> he is Coleman Chapman. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, anyway, I was looking up on, uh, I was looking up on the web how to, how to do riffing. And, uh, <laughs> and apparently that's my best joke ever. Jesus Christ. Okay, I was even planning on that. No, no, and it, and it basically all it, all it, all it told me was like oh, you shouldn't do it. It just shows that you're un, unprepared and non-professional. And I'm like, I was like, but that's perfect for me. How do you denounce? <laughs> I mean, that's me. I'm unprepared. I I haven't even planned what to do. So I was gonna I was gonna talk to you guys again. I usually do that. How are you doing today, Alex? <laughs> you gotta wait till my set. It's like my whole set. <laughs> what? How you're doing is your whole set? Yeah. You're gonna just come up here and be like, I'm good. Bye. Okay. Done. Okay. <laughs> You're not even gonna wait for the fun horn. I'll, I'll overshare. Don't worry about it. I was thinking. I was thinking something about the horn. I was thinking. I I I like the horn. I want to like. Uh, I want to go over a bunch of pornos and every money shot. I just want the horn. <laughs> I want that to be like ah oh, uh uh yeah. <laughs> I think that that would add that would add character to it. Yeah. Or you know what'd be awesome if we could actually make a virus and did that to all the porn on the internet. That would I'd just screw up a bunch of people's days because they'd be like oh yeah. What the f- <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was wondering. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool. Thanks, thanks. Um, anyway, okay. So, Alex, uh, God damn it, how are you? Just uh, tell me, good, something. I'm all right. It's, okay. It's, 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 I didn't ask you. Like, you don't have to be like, well, I was stretching and shit, and uh, you know. I didn't get to stretch today, so. <laughs> you didn't? I thought you just. I just thought you lived stretching. I, I don't know. Did you do a back flip today? Did you do a front flip? Well, how? <laughs> I just imagine you flipping to bed to take a nap. I just imagine that's how you, you're, you're like, I'm gonna sleeping now, and you flip into the bed. And I think I'm cooler with your imagination. What? <laughs> I like your, your vision of me. It's good. It's right. I have a good vision of you. I, 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 I like you. You're, you make me laugh. I don't think you mean, I think I'm, you're the same as me. You don't, you don't mean to, but sometimes you just, you just do stuff, and I'm like, well, like, I, apparently, I just tell people I read something on the internet, and that's like, that's hilarious. I don't know what the, <laughs> I don't, I don't get the, but I, pre, hey, I appreciate your laughter. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and laugh at that. How are you, how are you doing today, sir? Okay. <laughs> Money shot. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm fine, sir. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, you, hey, this, um, so what do you, what do you do for a living? <laughs> You look up crowd work? Okay, is that what you're doing? It's not, it's, not, it's not funny to laugh at somebody's speech impediment. That's just mean. God. No, okay. What? No, no, you're, I'm, fuck it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you shit. I have to, 
I feel like I have to be mean on stage. I don't know why. I'm I'm more mean here than I am anywhere. Anyway, how are you doing? Fine, thank you. Fine. What, what do you do? What do you do for a living? I work for our construction firm. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of shit being built in the city. Are you building anything neat? Uh, I do seismic retrofitting of houses. You do what? Oh, that's for that's for earthquakes. Earthquakes, good. Earthquakes not falling down because of you. Okay, cool. How do you how do you right? Okay, so you have to go into a house and like fit it after it's not so a non-retrofitted, like a house that's fucked during an earthquake. Yeah. Is that really? I I I just put that together. Oh, I went okay. More many shots. I guess I I need I need to be done. I mean it's done. I was trying to I was trying to get somewhere. Damn it, Pam. But oh well. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop because I'm getting the super horn. I'm getting the Uber horn. All right, bye. Chris Armiel. That's great. You just coined it the super horn. I love it. When I start honking wildly, it's the super horn. It means you're over four minutes. Your next comedian uh, does backflips onto the stage. I, I guess as far as Christopher Armiel, I think he's a porn star. I don't know what's going on, but clap your hands together for Alex Warren. All right. I did do a backflip once. I was talking about Jesse's uh, condoms at his house, which is a fun topic of conversation what happened to us jesse we used to rap together with our shirts off and now we and now we don't what happened to us yeah so i'm not going to be awkward anymore because people laugh at me when i'm awkward but i'm more than that i'm a, a human being with many facets um it's true and one of them was on the bus on the way here was, this is the, what mood, this is, see I was waiting for this, this is the mood I'm in, is I was on the bus and I saw someone with their family, this guy with his family and he had sunglasses on and he was looking out in the, into the distance and he was smiling and they're loving it and, um, and I was just like, fuck you guys, the sky isn't funny, it's just a bunch of empty air. So, see, it's a, that's my mood, that's what mood I'm in. Um, but that actually cheered me up because I was talking shit to him in my head and then I'm like, all right, life's okay because I could just shit on people that don't, don't really know me. Um, I realized I can, oh, do you guys know this? This is, this is good, this is revolutionary. At any given time, you're breathing through one nostril more than the other. You can check right now, either left or right. And it's like, it, what it means is that whatever side you're breathing through, it's like the opposite side of your brain is more active. And this isn't even a funny thing, this is just real. And I'm educating you. Because <laughs> that's what I do. I'm, a, I'm an educator. Um, I went to this like networking event. It was this like kind of like uh, like kind of thing to say like a meetup style thing. And and I think I'm I think I became a startup. <laughs> yeah, that could happen, right? Like in San Francisco, anything could happen. Um, yeah, so I'm a startup now, and I got. <laughs> I <laughs> who am I gonna look at when I say this? <laughs> I got my minimum viable product. <laughs> yeah, that just happened. All right. And, <laughs> and then, uh, but I'm thinking, like, what's my initial market? And um, I got hands, the initial market. And then, but, but the cool thing, though, as a startup, I feel like my total addressable market is basically any animal larger than a bread box. Yeah. I notice I breathe into this. I should... <laughs> Just think about it, think about it. I think I could go smaller than that, but you know, it's, uh, uh, it might get a little weird and hard for the edible. <laughs> uh, 
<sighs> I had a really, uh, I had like an okay day last night, but it's not going anywhere. And so I think, and I stayed up too late, and then I went to work late, and then I took a long nap, and I didn't get anything done. So that's that's today for me. Um, I had to choose someone. I had to choose someone, and I and I like you, Chris. How's how's your day today? What kind of insect would you like to be? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, would, I would like to be a. I'd like to be a You'd like to be a firefly. That's a sensible answer. Um, yeah, Jesse is an amazing man. Um, I don't know. All right, that's me. <laughs> that was Alex Warren. Yes. Uh, did you eat? A, did you eat one of the pot cookies? Is that what happened? Did you eat? Did you eat one of the? He didn't even eat one of the pot cookies. This is just him. Uh, next time, I expect to see a backflip off the stage. Coming up next is his brother from another mother. Uh, it's a Warren Rock block right now for you guys. It happens every week. I don't think. I don't even know if they were friends before, but they met. I don't know. I'm gonna make up some weird backstory for both of them. But right now, I envision them like sitting on a bed together with their shirts off and like pajama pants, holding like a bunny and a bear and like trying to argue which is better. Uh, right now, clap your hands for comedian Jesse Warren. Yeah, Alex is so weird, man. Alex is really weird. Uh, we met at an improv class. We both moved here at the same time. And dude, I don't know what you're talking I guess we rapped a couple times. But uh, I don't know. Everybody does it when they're drunk. I think we were, I think we were smoking. Uh, but one time, Alex actually, we were doing it after improv. He came over. And he looks at me over my uh, my kitchen counter, and he tells me, "I'm wearing a condom right now." <laughs> uh, and yeah, it was crazy, man. That actually happened because earlier I invited these girls over, and I was like, "Dude, okay, you can have my bed. You just go go for this girl. She totally tried to hook up with her." And uh, later on, he tells me about how he was wearing his boxers. He never took them off. Put the condom on over his dick while he was still wearing boxers, and he never took it off. Because he said he felt too sorry for himself. So he, well, what did you say? I forgot what he said. But anyway, it was a weird, it was a really weird night. And uh, I haven't really thought about it. Jenny thinks this is especially funny. But that, yeah, that actually happened, man. Uh, yeah. All right, enough. Uh, I feel uncomfortable now. So I think uh, let's talk about Facebook. It's more relatable than your stupid stories. Facebook, I don't like public displays of affection on Facebook. I don't like when people post statuses displaying their affection for their significant other on Facebook. I don't even like it when they post it on each other's walls. Even if it's not like public, it's, if they post it on each other's wall, it still shows up on my news feed. And I hate that. I hate that. And I get mad uh, because I know they want it on my wall. I know they want it on my wall because I've done that. I've been there and I wanted it to be on other people's wall. One time I privately messaged my girlfriend at the time uh, this song called Pretty Rave Girl because I met my girlfriend at a rave and I was on Molly and um, I put the caption like something cute like uh, I'm excited for EDC and I love you and she goes oh my god Jesse I love this. Post it on my wall. And I'm like, you mean this message that I already just sent to you that you just read and interpreted and you want me to again post it on your wall? She's like, yeah, I want everybody to see it. It was so cute. Uh, 
and I did, and I I didn't feel good about it at all. I didn't have any of the emotion that I originally put into sending that message to her. It was very half-hearted. I felt like I was going through the motions. It's probably how she feels when I ask her to give me a blowjob, uh, when not even when we're in the moment and hooking up, just like when we're watching TV and I'm like, hey, babe, you know it would be cool? <laughs> Uh, that's a stupid joke. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I left. I was hanging out with my childhood friends, and I left my Facebook logged into for two minutes. I came back, and they had checked me into three different male strip clubs. They had taken a photo of me uh, that I had fr uh, at Fisherman's Wharf in front of all the sea lions, and they had tagged each sea lion's face with a different popular girl from my high school. <laughs> And uh, they changed my relationship status from in a relationship with Megan Stavig to it's complicated with butt stuff, which I was really upset about because I know exactly where I stand on butt stuff. I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yay! Jesse Warren, a Warren rock block. That's a pretty. That's a pretty cute idea, actually, to get those seals and then tag them people you know, like comedians. Uh, your next comedian is one of the second ladies of the night that are going to be up tonight. Very few ladies in the Sausage Fest today on the happy hour at Mutiny Radio. Funny because, well, no, I guess that's about right. All right, put your hands together for the very funny. She has a show on Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. called The Immutables. Trina Roderick! Thank you, thank you. Oh my God, Pam, I'm so sorry about Monday. I am so sorry. You have to, okay, let this be a lesson and a warning to all of you, no bosses. Do not put a boss or anyone is responsible for paying anything, any monies to you around me at all. If this is totally and completely unavoidable, before they meet me, you have to tell them, look, she's an asshole lawyer, she, we have to let her come here. It's her First Amendment right. All right. Just that's all you say. That's like putting up a shield. That way, when I piss them off accidentally, it's not going to come back on you. No, I'm not kidding. You don't understand. I am not kidding. I'm like, I'm, I'm a, I like asshole. I mean, the profession of law attracts assholes like the priesthood attracts pedophiles. It's just... <laughs> It's a professional hazard. It's just, and, and then I was a trial lawyer. So that's not like, that's not like a regular lawyer. That's like a asshole lawyer's asshole lawyer, <laughs> right? I mean, you don't understand. I'm like, it's like an asshole looks at me <laughs> and, the, and they're like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck her up. She's Bambi, right? So I'm like, it's like a horror film for them. I'm like the doll or the stuffed animal that's really cute. And then I, like, like out of nowhere, like that's how that goes down every time. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> so anyway, so you guys, it's like you were... It's like a miracle of God that your last name is the same. I love that. It's like, like there's like what I call like interracial twins. Like you're <laughs> totally different races, but you're like not twins. You're like, it was like you, you got adopted by the same parents. Very different, 
I know, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're like totally different personalities, but you like look very similar, except for you're totally similar, different races. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like interracial twins. Like you could, like different, you really could buy that shit that they had a different mama from whatever did you, what, the, what's the alliteration? So, okay, so last, <laughs> so last Friday, last Friday, all right, here's what happens last Friday, okay? Jesse is up doing his set, right? He had been sitting right here, which is, I think we can all agree, the most prime place to sit in this box full of pussies, <laughs> right? Like, you want wank out the door in right it's it's we all that's where we all want to sit and that's where jesse had been sitting but he was doing his set when you walked in alex right so what happened so 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 jesse's up here i go to the gym (laughs) right you walk in you walk in, you sit in the open prime seat. Of course you do, right? So Jesse gets off, and he lets you know, hey, that's, that's my seat. But you guys have some shit, right? You guys have a lot of shit, whatever that is. We, don't, we just find out, right? We just found out tonight. Now we kind of know, I guess. <laughs> I still don't really don't understand the animosity, but okay. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Okay, 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 okay. So you don't understand. When he told you that, your asshole clenched tighter than a motherfucker in this self-righteous victimization. Like, no, Jesse has fucked me up. Like, if I said that to you, you would have moved. If I said, hey, that was my seat, you would have moved. But no, because it was Jesse who was telling you, you're like, no, I'm going to sit in this seat, right? So you don't understand. So, so when you made, when you decided to diss him like that in a way that you would not have dissed me, right? Now, Jesse was cool. Jesse hung tight. So, so then it's your turn, right? You go up next, right? (sighs) I, uh, I went, I went to the gym, (sighs) right? You're up here doing your set, right? Jesse thinks about it. He doesn't make the choice to take his seat back right away. He's like, oh, that's my seat. And I would take it back if it was somebody else, but that's out, right? So I'm sitting right where Ginny's sitting, watching this all go down. And what I don't think people understand about me is as Jesse is struggling this, with this decision, is I'm sitting there, take your seat back, Jesse. Don't be a fucking punk-ass bitch. Take your fucking seat back from that bitch, right? It's like, I'm, an, I'm like an alpha female. Does that make any sense? Like, I can't fuck you because I would emotionally break you before you ever touched me. Do you understand? Like, us fucking would just be you crying the whole time. You, I adore you. I adore you. You guys are all good. It's just, anyway, have fun. Trino Roderick, breaking it down. (sighs) Studying the young men in the clubhouse. 
I've just, I've let it all go. Your next comedian, he is a lovely human being, and he's here uh, all the time, and we love him. And he's going to be running the door uh, for Pamtastics, and we thank him so much for that. But right now, he's going to make you laugh. Put your hands together. It's Connor Doherty. I feel like I've walked into the middle of something here. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Is there like, are you two like fucking or like what? <laughs> Am I missing something? Like, is there some inside joke? What is going on? Why were you talking about fucking him? <laughs> Cause I thought I thought they were fucking, but then you were like, "What is, uh, is it? All three of you? What is going on?" You're working. It, it's yes or no. <laughs> so I like I don't know what what is your deal. It's 2016. You guys can do whatever you want. You don't have to be like weird about it. thrown off uh, okay so we're just talking about feelings I have a personal announcement I am reinventing myself as a bad boy <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah I still look and sound like this but it's gonna you know things are gonna change probably gonna unquit smoking if you get what? I'm real weird. <laughs> not as weird. I don't. I don't. Not. <laughs> I'm not on the level of whatever this triumvirate is. But. <laughs> uh, God. Uh, I was doing a fucking bit. What was I saying? I yeah. I'm gonna have to smoke less weed. Uh, so I can drink more. Yeah. You know, because sometimes bad boys get the spins. Am I right? You know, if you mix them, it's just physiology. Bad, I mean, a bad boy is a, it's a mindset, but <laughs> can't argue with the physiology. Yeah. Anyway, so that's gonna be an ongoing project. I'll keep everyone up to date there. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm just what the fuck? What? <laughs> You guys are working some shit out in front of the rest of us, like shirtless rapping. This is the this is the thing about dudes. Like I don't know how to. It's all like it's all just like coded. You know, it's like really uh, homoerotic, but like homophobic at the same time. You know, you go on a bro date, give each you know have a bromance, give each other blowjobs. Just call it what it is, man. I don't see why we're talking around the issue. Everybody be careful. They're really strong. Because they fucking talk. It's a double entendre. <laughs> Some sort of treat that is very strong. And also the dudes that talk about going to the gym all the time are presumably very strong. You know you're going to die someday, right? This is, I don't understand the whole gym thing, because the whole point is like to be a, you know, like be, 
you know, it, you're just appealing to some kind of like evolution, psycho evolutionary vestige, right? Like this guy's strong, you know, he can fight off predators, but like fucking bear is chasing you in the woods. The bear's not gonna be like, oh, what do you, how much you bench, bro? Like, bear's just gonna eat you. <laughs> That's why going to the gym is dumb. <laughs> Talking bears. <laughs> Bromance. Like, one of you was, like, got some anal fixation thing going on, too. It's just, it's too much, man. Throwing me off my game. I got a few jokes out. That was really all I could hope for. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. Yay! Connor Doherty pummeling through it like a champion. All right, we have a couple comedians left here on the happy hour, and then we're going to come up to Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Tonight's theme is abortion versus breeders. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys are welcome to stay for free. If you uh, want to give us five bucks, I'll give you a pot brownie thing. Uh, it's really a pot treat. And uh, your next comedian, he zoomed over here on his Ducati. Uh, we always talk about his clothes and stuff today. He's dressed like a champ. Uh, I like his outfits every time, but he also has, tells very funny jokes. Put your hands together for Avi! Having a good week? Yeah? No. Having a very catatonic week? <laughs> good. I woke up and I was checking my phone and I saw like messages and this picture from this girl I had a major, major crush on for like the longest time for four years through undergrad school. Apparently this weekend she got married, not to me. Oh. I was like, fuck this shit and I went back to bed. Every time I open Facebook, it's like all the people I grew up with getting married to each other and here I am still trying to figure out if I'm gay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My parents want me to get arranged married even though I don't want any of that shit. <laughs> and recently my grandmom was misdiagnosed with cancer. Misdiagnosed, but that doesn't matter. For the two weeks that it lasted, my parents were emotionally blackmailing me with it. Nana wants to see you married before she dies. Yep. Nana doesn't want to die. You have a Nana who doesn't want to die, you have a kid who doesn't want to get married, and you have two parents who are like, we have a dying grandmom and we're not afraid to use it. <laughs> That's the Indian version of a Mexican standoff. I accidentally developed a crush on a coworker. Stupid, stupid idea. Two on ten would not recommend. Because we still have to work together. And like she sits really close by, like right behind me. Like so close by that on days that she doesn't shower, I can smell it. <laughs> Which is every other day. <laughs> She's an engineer. I, I, guess, I guess that was redundant. Um, what was I going to say? Right, at first, when she moved to our team, I didn't really notice her. She was really quiet, shy type. And then she started bringing me like random origami and leaving food on my desk, food and snacks. Mostly free stuff from the kitchen, but still. <laughs> and then I noticed she was cute and had like the most adorable Chinese English accent. You know, the kind that says beauty, beauty. Um, and then the food stopped and then I got sad and hungry, mostly hungry. I mean, what the hell, a man's gotta eat. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, when I was buying my new motorcycle, she offered to like give me a ride down to San Jose to go pick it up. I was like, it was completely voluntary. 
Like, I didn't even, like, hint at it or anything. I was like, am I in? Should I make a move? I don't know. I don't want to, like, mess up the friendship or all that crap. Uh, but then, as we were riding down there, she said she needed to pick up flowers. So, like, I directed her to my regular flower shop. I have a regular flower shop for some reason. And turns out, I was accidentally helping her pick out flowers, Mother's Day flowers, for her boyfriend's mother. I know. I looked around me. I was like, I was right at the intersection of Friend Zone Avenue and Gay Best Friend Boulevard. <laughs> but I got a Ducati, so I was okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was that 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 was not so happy. I'm gonna leave you with some trivia so you can feel like at least you learned something from this. Babies have two giant holes in their skull when they're born, called the frontal frontal and the occipital frontal something it is so that as they're squeezing out of the vagina with their giant heads the brain and the skull can deform into a conical shape and they can slip out and it takes somewhere between three weeks to two years for the holes to close up but they eventually do close up so just in case the babies are like this is bullshit i'm going back in they can't <laughs> thank you very much corner of gay best friend and Ducati. Yes, zoom, zoom. Uh, your next comedian almost died. <laughs> zoom, zoom. Uh, he might show you the big scar in his chest, but he was stabbed in the motherfucking heart. Give him your laughs because he should be dead right now and he's living for this. Put your hands together for Frosty Dogs. Yes. Yes, I should be dead. <laughs> Been dead for years, don't worry about it. This is all just an illusion. How y'all doing? Good? Good? You guys use a lot of salt and pepper? You like salt and pepper? Fans of salt and pepper? Push it on that food? Uh, I've been having issues with salt a little bit. Um, I think you should use it, but not too much, apparently. But my biggest issue is that everything is like sea salt. Sea salt is like this trendy shit now, right? Like even Wendy's is like jumping on the train. Like we got sea salt on our fries, right? Like it's better for you. Some, for some reason, I guess sea salt is healthier. But that shit doesn't make any sense to me. Like, cause have you seen the ocean recently? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? like that shit is filthy. It's just fucking heroin needles and blood and used condoms and just disease all over the place, right? I don't understand how sea salt could be like the healthiest salt. Cause there's like thousands of salts in the world. There's all different kinds of salts, you know? I just don't understand how sea salt could be the healthy option. I feel like too much sea salt is just gonna lead to a nasty case of syphilis. <laughs> right? Dirty old, dirty old stinky ocean. Uh, I think that we should use, well, I really think that you should use, uh, if you're going to use any salt, you got to use clean salt, right? Like, what is the cleanest salt on the planet? You said it earlier. Bath salts. <laughs> All right? What's cleaner than something that's just fresh out of the tub? <laughs> Fucking bath salts. Am I right? And that's why we should all start using bath salts on things like french fries. <laughs> so afterwards, you can eat someone's fucking face off!
I love that story of those guy, that guy in Florida. Like the cops have guns, tasers. They're they're decked out like a dude in the army, like full of weapons. And this guy on basalts had the cops fucking freaked out. They were like, whoa, 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 back up, back up! Holy shit, this guy's he's really going for the face over here. All right, that was some serious, and that was real life. Like that was a real video. That was no Hollywood. That was real. It's amazing. Those basalts, amphetamines, they get you really hopped up, right? Get you hopped up, make you think about fucking, right? Not as much as coffee, though. Not as much as coffee. I got the horn inside like 30 seconds. All right, so uh, let's see. My girlfriend is a huge feminist, huge feminist. Uh, that's why she only uses equal in her coffee. That's right. Yeah. No creamer. Reminds her way too much of the patriarchy. Uh, hmm. She forces me to drink it black, so I know what it's like to be oppressed. <laughs> That's fucked up. She also told me it makes my dick bigger. <laughs> I believe her, because if I don't, she beats me. <laughs> She's the boss. She's the boss. Uh, hey, if Tony Danza and Bruce Springsteen were locked in the closet, who's the boss? Oh. You know, you're the only one that's ever answered that, Pam. I like to say Alyssa Milano, right? Because I'm a feminist and she's a badass bitch. Has those two guys locked in a closet. It's fucking crazy. You guys have been absolutely fantastic. I've been frosting now. I ever turn my rental car. See ya. They let him drive rental cars. Wow. That's awesome. I, I haven't driven a car in uh, eight years. Going on nine. Good for me. Uh, lowering my carbon footprint. Thank you, DUI. Only making California a better place to drive. Your, I really was a terrible driver. <laughs> I was really bad at it. Your uh, next comedian is my co-host every Wednesday on the AltaCast. And we had a really great show last Wednesday where we talked about education. And then these kids came in and they like reaffirmed my faith in the world. <laughs> they weren't stupid shits like the rest of these Americans, right? Am I right? Uh, she's an amazing lady and a super funny person. Put your hands together for Toya, the sheriff of truth wins. Those little assholes knew stuff, man. Like seriously, like we uh, we did a little sex education segment. Um, shows how old we are. Did you know that syphilis is making a comeback in chlamydia? That's not that's not hot. That ain't sexy. Having an itchy crotch is not sexy. And stuff oozing out. Yeah, that's gross. And as an okay Cupid person, <laughs> it's mostly because of those dating apps. <laughs> so you're swiping left and right and on Tinder, but you're swiping for, do you want syphilis or chlamydia? <laughs> which one did you? Which one would you like? Yay, STDs. That's hot. So uh, usually I give a weekly story of the marina. Uh, this week's story is I, I don't have really anything. It was a very calm week. No one petted me like a dog. No one said, oh, you talk very well. Um, and no one said, you look like Verena, uh, Venus Williams. Yeah, someone said I look like Venus and Serena Williams. I don't get it. I guess we're black. Whatever. Um, but, I, you know, I have coworkers, and, you know, we're getting comfortable. You know, we've been friends for a couple months, and, you know, I hang out with them. And so uh, usually um, after hours when people are starting to get a little bit loose and loose-lipped and, you know, some music comes on and they want to throw the word nigga around, and it's just like, whoa. <clears throat> okay. 
<clears throat> time out, because I'm speaking your language now. Time out. <laughs> We've only been friends for three months. We're not there yet. We are not there, all right? No N-I-G-G-A for you yet, my friend. And no, I do not like Kool-Aid, and I don't know who the fuck a Fetty Wap is. <laughs> is that a derogatory statement for Italians? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I had to teach some people. I'm like, whoa, I know it's a new day and age, man. We'll get there, okay? So stop acting like a little faggot. <laughs> oh, oh, they say nigga, I say faggot, okay? Come on, I'm not PC. I'm not PC, who gives a fuck? Um, so, but speaking of PC, you know, it's probably because my environment living in misery, you know, you don't, that means Missouri, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that means I don't take anything, you know, I take everything with a grain of salt, like bath salts, like fucking, uh, he, used, he used my bit. I, I was gonna use the bath salts thing and I, I fucked that up, but anyway. Um, no, meth is very popular back in misery, and it's, um, I see it making a very, very comeback here. It's really disgusting because I got hit on the bus by a meth addict. How do I know? Well, meth addicts have more sores than crackheads. Crackheads are usually more sweaty. Meth addicts are sweaty and gross, and there's usually shaking and playing with their scabs. So this guy decided to think that I was gonna go for his meth addict antics on the Muni today. And yeah, that's hot, right? Like, what, what are we gonna do on a date, huh? We're gonna smoke together? We're definitely not gonna eat because we're not gonna have an appetite. I mean, it's so like, it's very bold of him. He kept following me. And part of me wanted to like, really like say, hey motherfucker, I'm not interested in you and you probably on okay Cupid and probably have chlamydia and syphilis anyway. So I gave him my number and he hasn't called yet. That was today. Oh, I'm not gonna date that piece of shit. That's gross. <laughs> That's it, I'm gone, bye. She has standards. Keep it going for LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth win. Uh, we have one last comedian for you tonight on the happy hour. And clap your hands together for my favorite ginger, everybody, Matthew Quirk. All right, San Francisco, it's great to be here where eco-friendly living meets a totally unsustainable lifestyle. I love it here. Anyway, I got some gripes about San Francisco. I mean, I, I'm going to keep it real. I didn't mind gentrification when it was, you know, just like brown people getting kicked out of this city. But now all the cool-ass white people are getting driven out of this city. And all the cool-ass white shit I used to do is just no fun anymore. I mean, anyone, anyone right? Anyone go to a How Weird Festival? How lame, right? It's just like, look, I'm a dude in a tutu. How weird, you know? Where's the creativity that used to be part of it, you know? And uh, what's that, San Francisco, de gringo, you know, like all the disrespect of St. Patrick's Day, but with twice the racism, you know? It's another fucked up holiday that just, anyway. Uh, so I also was at uh, Beta Breakers, right? B2B, what does that stand for? Like beer to breakfast, you know, booze to barfing, bathroom to bump up, you know, bro to bro job. Yeah, I know what that, another fucking boring ass used to be exciting, clever piece of San Francisco that has died the gentrification way. I mean, the losses we're suffering is just no, anyway. 
420, there was another one, right? 420, right? Does this city need a weed holiday? You can already vape in the library. It's just, it's not cool anymore, you know? It's a completely played out expression. It should die. I mean, we used to be like upright homo sapiens aware of our surroundings. And on 420, it brings out all these fucking homo sativas and homo indicas who are just fucking sucking on that neuralizer till their brain melts. What's left of their brain is being pixelated by a nav app because they can't find their friends in a park. You know, like, it's, we're doomed in the future if these people keep breeding. And you know they're fucking. And because they're all part of this new safe world, you know, with all their participation trophies and hypoallergenic soap and shit, None of them are dying. When I was a kid, kids used to die. It was good for society. Not anymore. All right. I was speaking of bathrooms earlier, and I got to say, I, for one, as a political comedian, thank you, I'm glad that our legislative and judicial branches are finally governing on where trannies can go to the bathroom. I mean, have they just been holding it this whole time? Anyway, that's my time, San Francisco. All right. Yay, that was the end of Happy Hour. Hey, guys, uh, thanks for being here today on Happy Hour. It's every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, hang out, stay. If you're a comedian, you can stay for free for Pamtastics, but if you want to give us five bucks and donate to the station, you get a special crispy treat. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It'll make you happy. Uh, everyone else who pays for the show gets one gratis. See you guys next week. Bye. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah.
Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission Hive vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. an underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue. 
Street, Intermission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Meet New Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 